welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide, where we are queer to answer your questions. I'm Cheyenne. And I'm Gina. And class is now in session. Today, we're going to be talking about bad dates, horror stories, and we're really like colloquially using the term horror stories because we're not trying to like traumatize you ourselves, like reliving any thing really fucked up um so we have a few questions to answer we're gonna read some of your personal horror stories that you submitted and talk about some bad dates we've been on ourselves can you think of any just off the top of your head I'm sure like they'll come up throughout the episode but can you think of any bad dates you've been on with not men specifically is what I'd like to hear because I'm I like already just like assume that most dates with men are not going to go well <laughs> but I was gonna say would say majority like probably 90% of my bad dates were mm-hmm. with cis men now yeah. I've had good dates with men but like the bad of the bad are definitely on that side I have and I've mentioned like the one girl who couldn't shut up about her ex and then told me I like took too long to come. I wouldn't consider oh, that like, yeah. a great date. But yeah. aside from that, um, the only other date that comes to mind is somebody who didn't really look much like their picture. Mm-hmm. And I, that doesn't mean the date was bad. I think it just was like unfortunate because I wasn't as interested and uh, maybe that makes me like shallow or I don't know. I just feel like you should <laughs> show like accurate pictures of what you look like. And this yeah. wasn't like a weight thing or like a attractiveness thing. It was like they just looked not like their picture. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is that's weird. And I'm like turned off now. Wait, can um, you say like you don't have to include this, but I want to know like how they look different. I'm just curious. I think that on their pictures, they had a lot of filters, like Snapchat filters mm-hmm. and things. And so like their face shape was different. Their smile was different. Their mm-hmm. teeth were different. And so like she just looked very different. I don't know how I'll explain it, but like, I guess in pictures, she seemed more like, like for lack of a better word, like soft features. And then in person, they were a little more like rough around the edges which like mm. it's not that's not like a bad thing but I think she was using filters and it just like smoothed everything out mm-hmm. too much so then she didn't even look like herself in person yeah. and I was just like Ugh, I don't I felt it felt like weird and uncomfy is yeah what it was. like so not was, like, what you were expecting we're not off to a good start here and yeah. and then she was like very quiet and I'm pretty outgoing I obviously love talking on a fucking podcast and I <laughs> I don't need somebody to be so talkative but I do need someone to be able to hold a conversation and that was also not happening now Mm -hmm. that was like I don't know if that was like a bad date but that so I'm pretty lucky if my dates excluding with men if that's like the worst (laughs) I can think of you know what I mean right I definitely have had not great dates like I guess like this one girl right before I met my girlfriend but this isn't even like the date part but we were like hooking up and she was like she was singing to me and she definitely like thought she was like good and she like started crying about her ex-girlfriend and I had to like give her therapy for like two hours like fucking console her and like talk her through it um but yeah but before that she was like singing to me and I was like I don't want you to sing along to the music that's how many bad sapphic dates do you think involved someone talking too much about an ex like 50 percent Mm, like for me personally or like in the no, history just like of the world in the history of sapphicness and I mean I feel history. like 
that's just like a rite of passage at this point like it's gonna <laughs> happen they're gonna get back with their ex like right after you go on a date that, yes like yes that's what happened happens. thank you yeah it, and it sucks it does suck but like I don't even know if I would count that as a horror story once you've been <laughs> through that because like I feel like it's like a rite of passage I feel like it's it's minor in the grand scheme of what bad sapphic dates could right. be because it's but so it common sucks. that it's just like it's such a unified experience that's what we're trying to say yeah and as much of it as it sucks it's kind of interesting to think like from the perspective of the girl who can't shut up about the ex like imagine how much the date sucks for her she's like trying to like get over someone and just like can't stop word vomiting about this other person and like is obviously not ready to move on and like not saying that it's worse but no but like when I was going on dates right after a breakup I didn't want to talk about my ex Mm -hmm. I was like annoyed at her (laughs) yeah that's like when you don't with me yeah 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 I wasn't like well I guess I wasn't like pining over her like trying to get her back or like I I mean like the breakup made me sad but I didn't want to talk to someone I was trying to have sex with about it yeah oh you know what I did just think of um a bad date and I've definitely mentioned this on the podcast before but it was when I went over to this girl's dorm in college and she like made me read through her sad diary entries oh, yeah. for like ever and I was like okay can we put them away now that was a bad date I feel like there were definitely more but (laughs) that one is one that will always stand out because that was just like why and is this even a date at this point (laughs) oh yeah I'm glad that I haven't I'm like obviously going out just with my girlfriend I haven't had a bad date in a long time (laughs) yeah that's a that's a pro of uh being in a long-term relationship but I mean, yeah. I guess our last like it. bad date was like our dinner, like the, we didn't make reservations. So we ended up waiting mm-hmm. for like an hour or something like mm-hmm. that's the worst it's going to get now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Relationship privilege. Um, right. We got a few questions about dates in general. I don't think any of them are specifically about bad dates, but one of the ones we got was what do you do when you're always the interviewer on dates or on dating apps? I want someone to ask me something. And that reminds me of what you were just saying about going on a date with someone who can't help to facilitate the conversation. Um, Do you have any advice or what do you do in those situations? Yeah, actually my one friend who is dating, I mean, she's not straight, but she's dating men. Um, I was just talking to her about dating because she was like, I feel like I'm a fun time and I can go on dates and talk to people and I'll have fun because I'm fun. But she's like, how do I know whether or not I'm having fun because of this person on the date or because I'm Mm -hmm. a fun time? And that's where I'm like, well, if you're asking too many questions and they're like, and, and this is, if this is important to you because some people don't mind being like the interviewer. Like I've seen some people mm-hmm. where they're totally fine dominating the conversation. And so is their partner. But if you're looking for more equalness, then th- if you feel like the interviewer, that's not the person you should be dating. Cause like right. I have felt like that before where I feel like I'm trying to keep the conversation going. I'm trying to figure out what question should I ask next? Because I don't want the conversation to die. There should there's no way there should be that level of effort. That doesn't mean you don't have to like every once in a while think of like, what should we talk about next? But like, 
if mm-hmm. just simple things after like, Hey, what are you doing today? If you're like, I don't know, they haven't asked me anything like <laughs> then yeah. it's not even, you're not getting even energy. Wait for someone who does want to ask you. True. Something. And they said, they said they want that. So that's good. Like you should want that and you should expect yeah. that. Yeah. I think at that point, it's just kind of w- waiting it out, waiting the wave out and just waiting for someone who can fucking communicate. Um, because yeah. I, I've definitely been on those dates where it's like pulling teeth <laughs> to try to get like a response. And I mm-hmm. am um, obviously very talkative and some like I've definitely been in those scenarios before where I've been like, well, since you didn't ask me, this is how I would answer that. <laughs> like, I'm just like, whatever. Um, yeah. But, you know, that's not ideal, especially if you are feeling uncomfortable or, or a little awkward or shy yourself because I'm not always like in that headspace to be able to be like making a joke of the fact that they're not talking to me um yeah one problem I used to have which isn't the same thing as this but I feel like I wish I'd like learned to spot this in myself sooner is Mm -hmm. I feel like if someone asks me a question I'll answer it and then I might ask them something back but I don't I think I forget to ask them the question they asked me back Mm. so like I'll keep the conversation moving forward but I'll forget like that some people do ask you questions because they want you to ask it back and then I'll catch it when like they're like oh by the way it's like I asked this um because I wanted to tell you about this and then I'm like oh yeah I should have been like oh how about you even just like Mm -hmm. mundane things where I'll be like I don't know they'll be like where'd you go to college and I'll like tell them and I'll be like Oh, are are you from here? Instead of asking like, where did they go to college? Like, yeah. It's just, I know that like sounds stupid, but I feel like no, it's not stupid. I'm laughing because <laughs> yeah, no, I'm exactly the same way. And I just moved recently, and my neighbor like came over to like tell me something, and he introduced himself twice, and I did not tell him my name, but he like said it twice, so I felt like he wanted me to say my name, and I was just like, bye. Yeah, he <laughs> so that's why I'm like, laughing. What's your name? Yeah, it's such a weird question. Yeah, so that's why I was laughing because I do the same thing right afterwards. I'm like, oh, they wanted me to ask them that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Hindsight. not like, yeah, I feel like our social skills kind of buffer and ebb and flow. And sometimes yeah. we got it, sometimes we don't. Um, so I guess don't beat yourself up too hard if you are thinking back about dates you've been on and you're like, damn my date yeah. interviewed me and I didn't ask them anything I I would just maybe try to have like questions or figure out a way to like respond to other people's questions in a way like moving forward that <laughs> that's not the case because it's not fun to just talk at someone yeah. on a date for the most part yeah yeah speaking of social buffering <laughs> um how do you know if you're on a date like we're both gay and eating out and I'm going to assume they mean at a restaurant, not like sexually, but that's you stole a hilarious, my joke. I was going to say you're eating each other pun. out. May as well just assume it's a, it's a date. <laughs> I mean, they just built that right into the question. Right. Um. So is it a date if you're gay and at a restaurant? I would say like, it, well, first of all, if you met on a dating app, yes. As, like, yes, you met on a dating app. If you like, I don't know, know each other in life. And then you end up in that scenario. I could see where that would be a little more confusing, especially if it's like, oh, you're just both in the same friend group. I would say to ask or to like blatantly flirt or hit on them. 
Um, because wouldn't, I mean, like, look at it this way. What, even if it's not a date, wouldn't you rather know that? Yeah. I'd rather know what's, Personally. Going, what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Because what's like, up? then you're like, do I flirt with them? Do I not flirt with them? Am I being weird? Like in like too flirty or not flirty yeah. enough one way or the other. Do I have to, is this my friend and I can talk about other girls or should I like right. just be hitting on you? Like, cause if you're single, like it's not, if yep. you, and you're dating around, if then that's your friend, you can like key key. But if you're on a date, then it's like, oh, well let's get to know each other. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. well, also what's the vibe of the conversation? Because if you are asking like mm. personal questions rather than talking about just like overarching concepts or mutual friends. But if they're asking like, what did you do last weekend? You, how do you like this? Like, like personal things, then they want to get to know you. And that doesn't, that sounds like something romantic to me on some level. Right. Also, I, I feel like if they ask, um, something along the lines of like what your coming out story was, I feel like that's like Loki flirting Mm. or not even flirting, but like wanting to get to know you like intimately um yeah. also if they try to compare hand size like you don't even have to ask at that point <laughs> like <laughs> we're not doing that with our friends um but yeah I think we say this all the time but just ask there's no way to know without ask you can't just like assume that's an entire like oh, fuck what's the phrase my therapist talks about it all the time when you're like it's like mind reading like it's like creating like a men- it's like a mental fallacy like mental I don't know I don't know the phrase but I basically you're say that your therapist says when you assume you make an ass out of you and me and I was gonna be like that's poetry I mean no but she probably would say that but no it's just like you can't mind read you have to ask them straight up or you're just yeah. torturing yourself at that point and yep. if it's not a date it's fine <laughs> mm-hmm. you'll live yeah um, so how do you remind yourself that it's just a date? Because that's another question we got from a listener. My advice works better the older that the person who asked this question is, or in more years that have gone by since they started dating. Uh-huh. I would say, think about a date that happened years ago and how little you actually think about it now or how much it doesn't matter to you now. And just know that like, if it's a date that doesn't go anywhere, that's how you're going to feel about it. It's going to be like a nothing memory. If it's, if it's a date that goes well, then I'm sure you'll remember it. And like, that's fun. And, you know, don't put too much pressure on yourself, but like, you know, that's a positive thing. And my thing too, and I've been saying this a lot lately and I'm quoting, I I know you're going to like laugh and say like, I didn't make this up, but like, I'm quoting a phrase that you've said before is like, yeah. if it's just a, if it ends up being a bad date, that's just material for your memoir. You know, that's just like a True. good story. I'm so just like something to tell at parties. You are. <laughs> yeah. And also like, it really is just a date. And I think all of the weight that we put onto it is what in turn makes it not just a date. Like, I don't know if that's too like, Mm-hmm. I don't know, like meta to like, I don't know if I need to break that down a little bit more, but I feel like, yeah, it's just like, it's just a date. You're just going to spend time with this person and get to know them. And if it moves forward or if you stop talking, like it, that's just what's going to happen. And you're not in control of that. You're just in control of getting to and from the experience and engaging. So yeah, I don't think like that's never a good have thing to, to keep see him again. <laughs> yeah, literally. Never have to see him, block them on social media. They're gone from 
your existence, hopefully. So for this next little portion, I'll read some dating quote-unquote horror stories from some listeners and Gina hasn't heard any of these yet so um just and how horror uh, are these should we have a yeah. little warning here or are these so, okay there's going to be six of them the last two are like could be kind of triggering so we'll listen with care on those yes yeah, yeah. okay so the first little dating horror story we have um is we dated for about two months seeing each other every week then she went back to her ex and that's just kind of what we talked about earlier that that's just like welcome to being queer um it sucks it's not fun it's I feel like exes are exes for a reason so I know like yeah it's also messy but it is so messy. my personal opinion and it's like yeah you are not missing out because <laughs> They just, like, let you know right away that, like, don't get too invested. So it sucks that it went on for two months, but, you know, I'm glad it didn't go on for three or more. Okay. And then the next one we have is Hinge Match said she'd rate my burps from one to ten. Oh, a burp rating. Okay. (laughs) Um, That doesn't bother me that much, to be honest. Like, yeah, um, my I mean, it's I not very burp. sexy, but like you're like in a committed relationship, like first date and you're like burping. Like one time I was technically on like a first ish date. It's kind of like we had been involved and then stopped talking for a few years and then like we're back involved. But I was like on a date and she kept like burping. Oh my God, this is actually a nightmare horror story date of mine. Um, And the girl I was on the date with, her ex showed up to the bar with her no. ex-fiance <gasps> so the ex and the ex's ex and they like came over Ugh. and talked to us and then the girl I was on the date with was like burping and the ex was like stop burping in front of her like that's so like inappropriate and rude and I was just like oh my God. I feel set up right now this is so fucking weird but it did make great meme material but oh <laughs> but my I know God, my situation yeah. but I, in that moment I was just like what the fuck is happening actually oh my god (laughs) it wasn't even like in my city like it was like in a different state I would hate that though I don't want it like if you're on like a newer date and then their ex is there I'm like already too messy for me Mm -hmm. I'm out Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was messy as fuck (laughs) okay so the next horror story we have is we kissed all night said we had a crush on each other for a while moved abroad the next morning and that just sounds like you're not emotionally available like I know someone who moved across yeah. the country and like while she was road tripping across the country she told my friend that she like had a crush on her and my friend was like I don't know what you want me to do with that now yeah, if you're like fuck? almost across the country so I feel like it's just like I'm willing to be vulnerable now that like nothing can actually right. come from it kind of thing and that's a cop kind out. of what that yeah yeah exactly and like I'm glad you had like one last hurrah or one first and last hurrah with this person but yeah it seems like one or maybe both of them just like weren't ready to actually be together so it was convenient that yeah uh, it happened right before moving abroad so um this next one we have is went on a brunch date with a girl I hooked up with once before and the waitress gave her her number. She also asked me if we were going to have sex back at my place midway through eating. And then she got back to my place and didn't even have sex with me. And she just fell asleep. And that sounds like a great date for that girl. (laughs) 
Oh my god! Like she the like audacity against someone else's number. Wow. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she didn't ask for it. Someone just gave it to her. Like what? Okay. I'm assuming okay. she didn't like hit her up. You know, like that would be bad. What if they were, that like, would be flirting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not great. I don't but... know. Wild. My first date with my girlfriend, someone came over and was like, I love your outfit or something. And like, she was like, she's flirting with you. You probably get hit on all the time. And I was like, I really don't. Like, this is weird. Like, this doesn't happen to me. Um, but like, I wouldn't say that like I was being like hit on. But like, then I was like, thank right. you. But like, maybe she interpreted that as flirting. I don't know. Um, I see. I see. Yeah. I so see. it could have been like one of those kind of situations where you're not sure. Okay, yeah. so now we're getting into the more fucked up ones. So if you don't want to hear those, I would skip over this part. Um, but this next one is, she threatened to break my windows after I told her I didn't want to be exclusive with her. And that just, you like skip all flag. of the red flags. Like, I'm so glad that you Darkest told red her that you don't want to be exclusive with her. Yeah, like, th- like, I'm so glad that it hopefully was just the threat and it didn't go any further. Because like, imagine if you were in a relationship with that person. The way people react when they don't get their way says so much about them. Damn. I was just talking to my therapist about that today. Yeah. It's so real. Yeah. Yeah. People it can says turn more into about just big old than... babies and it's like, yeah. hello. Like yeah. the world isn't always going to give you what you want. I, it, mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So that one was intense. Um, And I'm yeah. really glad that person didn't date them um and then the last horror story that we have also pretty horrific this person said came over late and her dog attacked me and sent me to the hospital oh that is like that's like the caliber of like a horror story i want to hear but also i'm very sorry and that's traumatic as fuck and scary very unfortunate yeah 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 so that is definitely um a horror story if i've ever heard one that the last two especially are nightmares yeah 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 well we love to get questions and hear stories so thank you for everyone who sent them in and if you want to hear your question on the podcast you should either send us an email sapphic survival guide at gmail.com you can leave us a voicemail 724-209-8877 or you can dm us anywhere on social media we are everywhere at Sapphic Survival Guide, except for the social media platform formerly known as Twitter, which is just at Sapphic Survival. And for all of our bonus uh, content, go to patreon.com slash Sapphic Survival Guide. And then you can follow me anywhere online at The Lee Regina, including my website, theleeregina.com. And you can listen to Um Hello for your Jersey Shore recaps anywhere you listen to podcasts. And you can find me, Cheyenne, at Hot Mess Band on pretty much any social media platform. Class is now dismissed. Dismissed.